Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hi, right, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on. Lots to get to. New information out of uh, Uvalde. We get on here. Okay, the door was locked. They couldn't get in. They could get in. They had to wait 40 minutes to get the door unlocked. They thought that it was a, a barricaded gunman. They thought it was an active shooter. They're not really sure. Now we've got the latest report on that. We'll have that for you coming up in just a few minutes here, which is, um, again, I mean, I'm not going to make this a, a big, long issue other than as information comes out on that on that horrific massacre at Robb Elementary School, I'm going to report it. I, I, I need to report it because I'm still trying to wrap my brain around why people didn't run in, just start shooting this guy. And the, the answer that we got was they couldn't get in there. Couldn't get in. Door was locked. They don't want to take a chance of shooting more people as they try to come in. Well, it turns out maybe not so much. Well, we've got that story for you. Uh, plus, Black Lives Matter. They want reparations now. Um, maybe they should sell a couple of their uh, a couple of their mansions. They could probably get some reparations that way. And uh, and Carrie's got some story about uh, there's a there's a hair pick in, in New Orleans or something. I I have no idea what the hell we're looking at there. I, it looks like a hair pick. It is a statue of a hair. Well, pick. that's awesome. A statue um, of a hair pick. Yeah. Listen, I'm not black, so maybe I can't relate. But if I were a black American, I don't think I want to be represented by a hair pick. I, I could be, I could be wrong about that. You know, we'll we'll figure it out as we go. I just, it just sounds silly on a Monday. Uh huh. Motown Monday. Also, if you're going to call yourself a Catholic school, you might want to do things that are Catholic. And if you don't do something Catholic, you might not be able to be called that. Call me crazy. That is Carrie Lockie. How you doing? Okay. Polo making it happen. Sam getting it done. We've talked about this since it since it happened, obviously, and, and we're still trying to figure out exactly how somebody has the ability to be that mentally nuts and that murderous and just walk the streets with the rest of us. And as we're getting information in, and I did a big, long monologue on, uh, on Uvalde and what happened there, and the information that we had is you had 19 officers in the hallway and nobody went in. Turns out the, the guy who was the leader of the pack said that... Um, it was, it was no longer an active shooter. It was a barricaded gunman. And we know that there were kids on 911 calls as they were standing in the hallway calling 911 and saying, please help us as this guy continued to kill them. Um, and they still didn't go in. Well, the latest word we had was they couldn't go in. It was a fortified door that was locked. And the person who's supposed to have the key had a child in the class or in the school, um, the janitor, and finally tracked it down. That's when they unlocked the door. And the BORTAC guy, the Border Patrol tactical guy, goes in and kills the bad guy. That's the story we had till today. Well, now it turns out maybe not so much. Carrie, if you can, just update us on that, please. 
From the San Antonio Express News, surveillance footage shows that police never tried to open a door to two classrooms at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde in the 77 minutes between the time a gunman entered the rooms and massacred 21 people. And officers finally stormed in and killed them, according to law enforcement source close to the investigation. Investigators believe the 18-year-old gunman who killed 19 children and two teachers at the school on May 24th could not have locked the door to the connected classrooms from the inside, according to the source. All classroom doors at Robb Elementary are designed to lock automatically when they are closed so that the only way to enter from the outside is with a key, the source said. And police might have assumed the door was locked, but the latest evidence suggests it may have been open the whole time, possibly due to a malfunction, the source said. The surveillance video, vi- footage indicates gunman Salvador Ramos was able to open the door to classroom 111 and enter with an assault-style rifle, the source said. Another door led to classroom 112. He entered Robb Elementary at 11.33 a.m. that day through an exterior door that a teacher had pulled shut, but that did not lock automatically as it was supposed to, indicating another malfunction in door locks at the school. And police finally opened the door to classroom 111 and killed the gunman at 12.50 p.m. Whether the door was unlocked all along remains under investigation. Uh, regardless, officers had access the entire time to a halligan, a crowbar-like tool that could have opened the door to the classrooms even if it was locked, the source said. Two minutes after he entered the building, three Uvalde police officers chased him inside. But it shows the gunman fired rounds inside classrooms 111 and 112, briefly exited into the hallway and then re-entered through the door, the source said. Now, the gunman then shot at the officers through the closed door, grazing two of them with shrapnel. And the officers retreated to wake for backup and heavy tactical equipment rather than force their way into the classrooms. Pedro Pete Arredondo, the Uvalde School District Police Chief and the on-scene incident commander, has said he spent more than an hour in the hallway of the school. He told the Texas Tribune that he called for tactical gear, a sniper, and keys to get inside, saying he held officers back from the door to the classrooms for 40 minutes to avoid gunfire. When a custodian brought a large key ring, Arredondo said he tried dozens of the keys, but none worked. But Arredondo was not trying the keys in the door to classrooms 111 and 112 where the gunman was holed up, according to the law enforcement source. Rather, he was trying to locate a master key by using the various keys on doors to other classrooms nearby, the source and the Texas Tribune article said. While Arredondo waited for a tactical team to arrive, children and teachers inside the classrooms called 911 at least seven times with desperate pleas for help. One of the two teachers who died, Eva Morales, called her husband by cell phone after she was wounded and lay dying. And the massacre occurred two days before the start of summer break on the same day as a just-completed awards ceremony for the third and fourth graders. Okay. So I just want to make sure I understand, because this guy's like on the city council now, this Arredondo guy. And, and, and he's in our listening area for our flagship, WAI. If you're listening, you need to step down. You need to, you need to do everything you can for these families that lost loved ones, because it sounds, according to the reporting by the Express News, that the surveillance video doesn't even show you trying the door. That you're trying uh, to find a master key on a door other than the door where the bad guy got in. If the video shows the bad guy getting in without a key, then the door wasn't locked. And I don't understand why you don't just go in. You know, I, I don't I don't want any of the law enforcement officers to have died. That's certainly not what my desire is. But I want you to put your life on the line to stop the killing. Yeah, you're hearing the story. The, the, the teacher's calling her husband saying goodbye. 
You got kids on 911 calls saying, please send the police in. And they're in the freaking hallway. I don't understand. I, I get it. It's a small area. But you have to have some protocols in place. You don't even try the door? How do you not try the door? And even if the door is locked, as the report says, there's some tool there that allows you to open it. And you open it. And you go in. And you die trying. Instead of some 6, 10, 8-year-old dying. I don't, I don't understand. The more information comes out, and you know that my, my default, my, my knee-jerk, my reflex is to side with the blue. I side with police. I side with, side with law enforcement. I side with civil servants. I side with people who put their lives in the line and put themselves between bad and good. I, I, don't, I don't understand why we're here. I don't. He admits he's in the hallway an hour with all these cops telling them don't go in. And now you're in a pickle because if you're one of the other cops, you want to go in. I get it. Many would have gone in. And I guess the Bortak guy said, screw you, and he just went in and kills the guy. And had his hat shot off, by the way. Was almost shot in the head doing it. But that's the job. I don't understand why we're here. Why are you trying every door except the door where he is? We're, we're waiting for tactical gear. The kids didn't have any tactical gear. Neither did the teachers. So what does that mean? If you have no tactical gear, then you, you just die? What does that mean? If 19 of you go in, somebody's going to kill the guy. And, and I don't want to hear any, any B.O. You wouldn't have done it, Pags. I'm not a cop. In Uvalde, Texas. I had the opportunity to be a cop. I decided not to be. I trust those who are. I trust, you know, people who are firefighters. I trust people who who made the decision to save lives for a living. I made the decision to entertain. I made the decision to do this as a business. Those of you who are police, that's why I hold you up on high. But I'm going to hear that you decided to do that job and not go in like at Parkland? Not go in now in Uvalde? Really? You made that decision. Why did you take the job? It's like all this woke crap that I keep hearing about in, in the Army, in the Navy, in the Air Force, and Marines. I, I, honestly, we're talking about, about what pronouns to use. When you're at war with somebody, your pronouns don't freaking matter. When you sign on to be a, a police officer, to carry a sidearm, to, to, to be tactically trained to save lives, and you don't do it, well, then why, did you, why, why, do we have, why are we paying you? Why did you sign on? For the benefits? For the retirement? For what? For the cool outfit? Come on, man. And I'm not going to, listen, taking calls on this just makes me just see absolute fire in my eyes. Taking calls on this makes me nuts. Because what are you going to call in and say? Oh, you weren't there, Pags. You don't know. Oh, you talk tough on the radio. What are you? Or, I'm with you, Pags. I agree they should have gone in. What are we going to What are we going to hash out now? How much more information has to come out about this? And I'm so sick and tired of hearing about, about uh, McConnell this and Cornyn that and Biden the other thing and Harris the your mom, you know, all this other stuff when we're not finding out what the F happened at Robb Elementary School. We're finding out slowly but surely. Carrie, did you say it's May 24th? It's almost been a month? Yes. That's crazy. 
And here it is, almost a month later, we're finding out what really happened. They had the surveillance tape day one. We should have known. Before this guy was allowed to be sworn into the city council, Arredondo, he should have been interrogated on why he didn't do the job. Why didn't you try the door? Why didn't you open the door? Why didn't you go in and put your face on the line to stop him from shooting kids? I mean, I'll open them. I'm telling you right now, I've got very little patience for, for any BS on the phones on this one. Because as I'm getting more information, it just makes me angry. And again, my knee-jerk reaction is, side with the cops. It's a tough job. I can't believe that, that uh, people would attack police. But I saw what happened at Parkland with this piece of this piece of garbage didn't go inside, and he knew exactly where the shooting was happening. I saw what happened at Parkland when the Broward County Sheriffs took their time putting on their, their bulletproof vest and took Coral Springs to show up and do something. And now you got 19 cops in the hall, and nobody tried the door? Come on, dude. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay here. Joe Pags. Motown Monday, glad to have you. The Joe Pags Show, 888-941-PAGS. JoePags.com, do me a favor, stop by there. News story updated every single day for you. A bunch of news stories there. Also, all the social media. You can scroll down to the bottom, click on contact. You can send me an email. It'll come right to me during the program. Love to hear from you. If you're new on Truth Social, and again, as soon as I say Truth Social, somebody's going to say, but I've got an Android. I've got, a, I've got an Android. Right. Uh, on your Android, you've got Chrome, which is your browser. Go to TruthSocial.com. You can sign up right there on the browser. Now, I know, I know you want an app. I get it. We have, we have an app on the iPhone. Um, and that'll come eventually. But if you're on Truth Social, it's at Joe Pags. On MeWe, it's at Joe Pags. On, um, on Getter, it's at Joe Talk Show. On uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Joe Talk Show. So uh, if you're looking for me, you'll find me either Joe Talk Show, all one word, or Joe Pags, J-O-E-P-A-G-S. I'm verified everywhere except for on TikTok. TikTok, it's at Joe Pags. 120,000 followers. I have no idea how to get verified on TikTok, and I, I doubt that's ever going to happen. But that's why I, I make my videos there. I put them on all the other social media sites. If you don't want to go to TikTok, that's fine. You could also get it right over there on um, on the other ones that I just mentioned, all right? 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Glad to have you along for the ride. By the way, uh, Carrie Lake at the bottom of the hour. Make sure you stick around for that. She's running for governor of the great state of Arizona. Let me tell you about Super Beach. You've heard me raving about them for a long time. I mean years. They've transformed the level of energy for so many of my listeners. So much better than coffee, candy, sugary drinks. Also, my family loves that I'm doing something good for me. Your family will love that you're doing Super Beach Heart Chews as well. Unwrap a chew or two in the morning. They're delicious. Let Super Beach Heart Chews do the rest. It's just that easy. Add this to your morning routine. Used to be the powder. You can put it in your water, your fruit juice, your protein shake. These are tasty. You can take them with you in your gym bag, take them with you in your purse, in your console, the car, in your pocket, whatever. It's a new way to start your day. Super Beats Heart Chews, unique, clinically researched grapeseed extract, promote heart-healthy energy. Normal blood pressure is part of a healthy lifestyle. So go right now to the website that we put together for you. We made it easy for you. Get started. Get up to 45% off plus free shipping at joelovesbeats.com. 
Hurry up. It's your best offer available anywhere. JoeLovesBeats.com. Up to 45% off. JoeLovesBeats.com. That's the website. Go there and go there right now. Get yourself some Super Beats hard shoes. Let me go to the phone lines. Let me say hello and welcome to uh, Phil in West Virginia. Phil, what's going on? Hi. Hi, Joe. Joe, I'm just a, a common guy, but if I was at that school, I'm sure, and this is very simple-minded, but I'm sure I could get two volunteers to knock on the window, two volunteers unarmed to rush that gunman, but yet we had armed police hanging out in the hallway. I think you need a psyche valve on all those guys. I mean, regular common folk would have rushed them unarmed while being distracted by knocking on the window or something. That's simple. Well, I think the entirety of the community of Uvalde wanted to. And in fact, um, there's a story of one guy who stopped by and got a shotgun somewhere to go and get his child out. I mean, at the end of the day, the Bortak guy, I believe, and I don't have this in front of me, but I believe was also, hell, hold back. And he, and, and he just went in. We're going in. We're going to now stop this from happening anymore. And now we're getting stories. If you're just joining us, we're hearing news today from the Express News in San Antonio, which, by the way, it, it, when they do straight reporting, they do okay. When they get into opinion, they really suck. It's a suck newspaper. In fact, they misreported just two or three days ago what uh, Governor Abbott said on my show about, about uh, educating the children of illegal aliens. They just made it up. Just got it wrong completely. But when they do actual reporting, they've got some really good reporters at the Express News. And now we're hearing that the video surveillance shows that they may have never even tried the door. They were trying to find the master key on doors other than where this bad guy was. As people are inside on cell phones, calling and begging and pleading for help. I just don't understand why you you got to try the door. As Carrie said, there's some tool there. If the door is locked, you can break in. I don't know what the thought process is. And originally, the DPS spokesman said something like, well, they didn't want anybody to, to get injured or, or die. Like the police officers. I'm like, well, no, that's your job. Get the attention away from the kids and make the attention come on you, a trained person with, with a firearm. I mean, it just it doesn't make a lot of sense, and it makes my heart hurt because the information we get out of there, you're not going to get anything positive anyway, 21 dead innocent people. You're not going to get anything positive anyway. But I at least want to hear... You know, we know the Bortak guy is a hero. He stopped, because there were 600 kids in that school, he stopped the killing by killing the bad guy. Why did it take so damn long? Nobody's given a good answer. Ben, Michigan, talk to me. Hi. Hey, Joe, love your show. Thank you. Um, I, I, If I was there, they wouldn't, not all of them would have died. It would have took two people. Plus, if the gunman can get in, why cannot police get in? And if you look, I'm, I'm from Michigan. They they got the parents locked up for the Michigan shooter in Oxford. I'm not saying that's wrong, but these cops need to be held accountable for their inaction. Ben, I hear you and I appreciate that. Many people make the argument that police are not by law required to save life. They use that. It's a case that went to the Supreme Court that had to do with a woman that had a, a restraining order against a, either her ex-husband or her ex-boyfriend. I don't have it in front of me. And I believe it was in the Midwest somewhere. And uh, and she called to complain that he was violating it. And the police didn't take action fast enough. And people ended up being killed. Um, and the ruling was that they didn't have a requirement to respond to what she was saying. I think that's different than an emergency situation where you are there to save life and limb. I, I think they're apples and oranges. They do take an oath. They should follow the oath. 
they should have gone in. Keep it here. Coming back. Carrie Lake up next. You're listening to Joe Pags. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always wonderful to have this young lady on. I hope she's the next governor of the great state of Arizona. It's Carrie Lake. Carrie, how are you? Good to see you. Oh, my gosh. It's good to see you. It's good to hear you. <laughs> and another week of, of craziness in the campaign world. <laughs> and that's exactly what it is. The more uh, um, um, pace you get, the more traction you get, the more people say stupid things about you. And I'm going to bring some of that up in a little while. But there's a piece of video that I know you, you've been highlighting and you've been talking about what's happening in Tucson. Um, where I don't think people actually understand. There is some infrared video that I think Bill Malugin from Fox posted and then you commented on. Just shows a flood of illegal aliens coming across the border. We've got maybe one Border Patrol truck, maybe two, that are completely outnumbered. They can't do anything even if they wanted to. Carrie, we're, we're literally watching an invasion, aren't we? An absolute invasion. And it's just going to take one governor to issue a declaration of invasion. Call it like it is. And that's going to be me, January of 23. We are sick and tired of what's happening. We are going to put our Arizona National Guard down at the border. These Border Patrol agents got overwhelmed by all of the people coming across the border. And for two years, people have been pouring across the border. Initially, it was kind of by the dozens. And now they're like, hell, why not just go over by the hundreds? And we're seeing them come in by the hundreds now because they know absolutely nothing will be done because Joe Biden's administration is partnering with the cartels and the biggest invasion on this homeland we've ever seen and the biggest uh, drug smuggling operation and the biggest human smuggling and child trafficking operation we've ever seen in the history of this country. And we can stop it, Joe. We just got to get our Arizona National Guard down there, arm them. And use surveillance, use our drones to catch these groups coming over before they make it to the border wall. You get the men on the ground and you stop these people from coming over. It's not rocket science. But the numbers are immense, even more than than you and I have talked about. Over 200,000 a month, it looks like, are coming across. Those are the ones that we got, the ones that got away. We don't even know what that number is. We're assuming that number is another 50, 80, 100,000 more. So uh, you and I did television news for a long time. We're pretty good at journalism. The why is always something that you would dig and find as a journalist. Can you tell me, look, just forget that you're running for governor for a second. As a journalist, could you tell me the person consuming your your news report why the biden administration is doing this there has to be a why carrie i've heard a lot of reasons i mean one you know they want to do human smuggling they want to change the the not the dynamics but i guess the demographics of our country they might be pushing in a cheap labor force they might want to change the demographics in red states and make them blue states whatever the reason is i don't really care what the reason is i care what the is what the problems that this is causing are doing to the people of Arizona. There's absolutely nobody right now who's standing up to protect the people of Arizona. And there's no compassion for the hardworking men and women in Arizona when we flood our state with people who are here illegally to take jobs that should be going to Arizonans, when we flood our state with drugs that are deadly like fentanyl and other drugs, meth, 
marijuana. It's all pouring across our border right now. And we know for a fact the fentanyl is killing people at a record rate. And when we start trafficking children through our state, I as a mother have a hard time with that. And I'm tired of watching us in Arizona get trampled on by our federal government and these cartels. And we've got to bring it to an end. It's Carrie Lake, K-A-R-I-L-A-K-E dot com. Go and support her candidacy. She wants to be the next governor of the great state of Arizona. I hope they, that you become the next governor. What, when it comes you know, to... Oh, go ahead. You, you asked the why, though. Yeah. Wouldn't it be interesting if some real journalists actually started covering it? Well, they're not gonna. The, prop- I mean, no, the go- propagandists that are down here in our media, in our state, I should call it state-controlled media because it really is propaganda, they don't even acknowledge the invasion on the border. I mean, we have people like you, Joe, thank goodness, and we have a lot of this new alternative media, which people are starting to tune into more and more. Right. But the the typical mainstream corporate corrupt news in Arizona is not covering this invasion at the border. It's despicable. And they're acting like it doesn't exist, and they're frankly siding with the cartels. What's interesting about it is we, we just saw, not far from where I said, Mata Flores just won uh, the U.S. representative seat in South Texas. She is born in Mexico. She came here legally when she was six years old. Um, the assumption by the Biden administration, I think that you hit on this a little bit, is in their change of demographic, they think that Hispanics who are Americans are for this. They're not. Uh, Americans yeah. who are Hispanic or Hispanics who have immigrated here legally do not want illegal immigrants to get in front of the line. They don't want this change of demographic. And I'm not really sure why Washington isn't getting that tune, but that's the truth. So let me ask you this. You know that where I am, uh, Greg Abbott has put the National Guard on the border, but he's not turning them away. He's trying to. He's saying they're, they're, they're trespassing and he's trespassing them. And then the federal government comes in and gives them a plane ticket to New York. So what would you do differently should you become the governor? What can you do? You put the National Guard there. They're armed. They've got actual ammunition in the guns. They're not going to start shooting people. What will they do? Well, what he did wrong or what he failed to do is to issue a declaration of invasion. Once you do that, you have state war powers. You get to call the shots. You're not leaning on the federal government to tell you what to do anymore. So he needs to take that full measure. He's taking a half measure right now. He needs to, to call it like it is, say we have an invasion on our border, declare an invasion, and then you go to Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3 of the U.S. Constitution, and we've got state war powers at play, and you can really open the door to do a lot more to protect your state. We are sovereign states, not serfs of the U.S. government. Yeah. And the government, the federal government, is not protecting us. They're failing at their obligation under Article 4, Section 4, the Guarantee Clause, to protect us from invasion. So if the federal government doesn't do it, literally the Constitution says we're allowed to do it. And if the feds want to step in, they've either got to bolster the border, stop this from happening, or else get out of our way? Yeah, they, they would have to come in and, and federalize the uh, Texas National Guard or the Arizona National Guard. And when they do that, they really create constitutional crisis. Yeah. They're basically saying you can only do that if it's war or invasion. And they're basically bolstering what you are saying, which is we are being invaded. Can you imagine the federal government coming in and telling a state you can't protect your people? We're willing to push this in Arizona. I'm willing to push this. We need to have this confrontation basically with the federal government to say we will use the u.s constitution and the remedy in there to protect our border and to protect our people from the invasion that's happening at the border we will not sit by while joe biden rolls out the welcome mat and allows us to be trampled upon 
It's Carrie Lake, K-A-R-I Lake.com. Go and support her candidacy. Um, you mentioned drug trafficking, sex trafficking, human trafficking. The real victims here, along with those who live in Arizona, Texas, New Mexico, California, the real victims here are these little children that, that are being sex trafficked. These little girls are coming over with birth control pills in their pockets. Every woman, every child is being raped as they come over. It says that we don't care about them as human beings. It doesn't make any sense. We need to shut the magnets off. And then you, met, you mentioned fentanyl. 110,000 Americans died of poisoning. I'm not even going to call it overdose. I'm going to call it what Sheriff Mark Land yeah. calls it. It's poisoning. They think they're taking one thing and it's being laced with fentanyl and they're dying. And the federal government acts like they just don't care. What do you do about that specifically? I think we need to change the laws. And I believe we will have a red wave um, in this uh, next election. Agreed. We're going to have a big red wave with a lot of America first, Arizona first patriots. We need to change the laws in our legislature to put sentencing guidelines for people who are smuggling fentanyl and, and give them very long, difficult sentences. This shouldn't be a slap on the wrist. This shouldn't be a, a few months or a few years. They are put, pushing. They are peddling a weapon of mass destruction. And people who are running this drug should be treated like they are running weapons of mass destruction. They're terrorists, and they should be treated as such. I think we should push for the death penalty for people who are running these drugs. I couldn't agree more. Plus, the drugs are emanating in China. China's not our friend. China would love uh, nothing more than to, to harm America even more than it already has. It's Carrie Lake. Go to CarrieLake.com. Carrie's with a K. Uh, I've got to ask you about this. This I guess this world swimming body has finally made a decision that women's sports do in fact matter uh, as you know yep. i've got five daughters i've got a wife i've got three sisters and a mother um, i'm always out there championing for the uh, for the issues of women and i can't believe that for so long we've just sort of allowed this six foot one man to swim against women and take their glory so you, you were very vocal about this from the very beginning your thoughts about about this world body making this decision and i guess the ncaa is going to follow suit it's a bit late, but thankfully they're doing the right thing. I, you know, I'm I'm from a family of girls as well. Eight girls in my wow. family. I'm the youngest, and one brother. And I can't even imagine competing with my brother in the swimming pool. I mean, he's just going to be faster. We saw it with this uh, uh, NC, NCAA uh, championship right. where Emma lost. She actually she won. Emma won, but she got the silver medal because this transgender swimmer was swimming. And now she's lost that opportunity to celebrate that win. The NCAA needs to award her the gold medal that she rightfully deserved. Right. And and she won that she won that competition. And you think about all the people who got uh, lost the competition to the transgender athlete, or you think about uh, what this has done to the girls who wanted to maybe get a scholarship but missed out because of it. So it's a bit late. But better late than never. And while we're at it, while we are finally making things right for competitions that were stolen, let's make it right for the 2020 election and award President Trump the win. We all know he won. And we're getting sick of watching Joe Biden tear this country apart and destroy this country. You know, it's a great point. And they re they don't sound like they're connected, but they really are. Because we, we, are, we were supposed to just shut up and accept that Leah Thomas is a woman and just happen to beat the women. We're supposed to be quiet and accept that Biden won and got 81 million votes when we know that didn't happen. 2,000 mules exposed that. What you've uncovered in Maricopa County and, and other parts of Arizona have exposed that. But, Carrie, will we ever get any satisfaction? We've got some stupid ABC poll that came out today saying that Americans are being swayed by this stupid dog and pony show that they're doing with this January 6th commission on primetime television. People are buying what they're laying down, according to ABC. 
Well, uh, see, I saw a poll that said people aren't buying it, and they're okay. actually <laughs> starting to turn in the other direction. So Good. who knows what's true? Here's the bottom line. The truth must prevail. It doesn't matter what they try to throw at us and how many distractions over here and distractions over here. Yeah. The fact of the matter is the election was stolen. It was corrupt, and we have proof of that. I'm not going to sit here and listen to these propagandists who are posing as journalists trying to say there's no evidence. Right. Either they can't read they don't have the critical thought to look through evidence and lay it out, or they're in on it. Whatever it may be, we all know that Joe Biden did not win. And we are feeling and and suffering through the consequences of the stolen, corrupt election, and the American people are done. We are not going to give up our country to just allow some radicals on the left and actually some radical rhinos to make us act like this didn't happen. We know what happened and we want to have the rightful winner in the White House. It, it was interesting because you and I have been through production meetings and we know that this whole thing that's being as being presented on primetime television has been produced by like some ABC producer, a uh, big time makeup, big time Hollywood movie set. I mean, they're making this whole thing a made for TV drama. And Liz Cheney comes out and says, and I don't want to hear about 2000 mules, which is thoroughly been debunked what is she talking about you and i watched the premiere of that movie we know that geo tracking according to the supreme court is something that's valid and viable we know that the video correlated with what these people were doing we know that they all voted 50 plus times each and you had 2,000 of them this is above reproach carrie why are they getting away with acting like it didn't happen who was it debunked by? The Zuckerberg Facebook fact checkers I guess, or yeah. CNN? I mean, this is where we are getting lost. We're allowing these already corrupt uh, entities. I don't even want to call them journalistic entities yeah. because they truly are propaganda to do the lying about the stories. And then they do the fact checking on the truthful stories. And then they try to tell us, how dare you mention the truth and the evidence it's been debunked. It's just like a, a circular firing squad and it gets so old. Yeah. But I think more and more people, Joe, are starting to wake up because they are tuning that out and they're tuning into where the real evidence is, whether that means they go and dig and they find that forensic audit report and they look through it themselves. And then once they start looking through evidence, they go, wow, the media that I was listening to, they never told me about this. Why right. didn't they report on this? Why didn't they report honestly on this? And that's how people start the process of waking up. And as they do so, we're going to see more and more of them abandon the Democrat Party, abandon the rhinos, and come over to the America First movement, where we're going to win in a landslide this midterm election. And we are going to bring back common sense, the policies that will help all people in this country, just like they were under President Trump. Remember how good life was? Yeah. Even if you didn't like President Trump, you have to at least look at how things were going and the policies that he was pushing and realize that your life was better under that. It's Carrie Lake, about a month out from the primary. It is uh, carrielake.com, K-A-R-I-L-A-K-E dot C-O-M. I hope that you're the next governor of the great state of Arizona, endorsed by President Trump. I've been certainly pushing you from day one. So because of that, I immediately get emailed this, this garbage about not only is Carrie Lake for drag shows, she had drag shows at her house where her children got to enjoy the, the entertainment. Uh, Carrie, I guess you're not surprised by things like this showing up, but what is the basis of the story? Is there anything there? 
It's outrageous. I mean, it's truly outrageous. We're talking about, uh, I put a tweet out about having drag shows in our schools. Actually, it was one of my staffers, ironically, who put the tweet out, and he happens to be gay. And this just shows you that sane, hardworking gay men and women are tired of being held hostage by the alphabet mafia. Yes. They're tired of having this agenda of sexualizing our kids pushed. It hurts their equality. It hurts what they've fought for, and they're tired of it as well. Americans want common sense policy. They don't want drag shows in the classroom, and that's what we're talking about here. And this person who I covered when I was in my TV career and spoke out about a lot of the transgender and LGBTQ uh, issues, who I did know but has become since radicalized, and he's actually been working really hard for my socialist Democrat opponent, Katie Hobbs. And he's also called, by the way, for the killing of a U.S. sitting U.S. congresswoman. So the newspapers pick up on his lies that he pushed. You just mentioned them. Complete rubbish, garbage lies. I've never done that in my home. I've never had my daughter or, or, or son in my home with this person. He's never even been to my home. And so we are going to fight back as President Trump does. We're working right now on a defamation case against him. We're not going to sit here and let them throw a bunch of crap against the wall, complete garbage and lies to see what sticks. What's really behind this, to be honest, Joe, is they know what the internal polling is showing in Arizona. They do not have a path to victory. We are so far ahead in every single internal poll. They know they can't beat us and they're trying to destroy us with lies. But the people, I think, are aware of what's going on. Yeah, I agree. The train has left the station here. We are uh, moving fast. We're moving fast and they cannot get on it and they're panicked. They know that their reign of power is over in this state and they're really concerned. I'm glad you addressed it because that's out there and they, they, they think that this is going to take Carrie Lake down. I'm glad you addressed it and good. Good, good for you. Get, get this person for defamation. If they're lying, they're lying. It doesn't matter yeah. that you're a public figure as we talked about earlier. It's CarrieLake.com, K-A-R-I-L-A-K-E-D-I.com. Go and support her candidacy. Watch everything that she puts out there because what she's saying is certainly America first. I wish I lived in Arizona so I could vote for you, Carrie. I appreciate your time. Anytime you want to come back on, let's do it again. Thank you so much, Joe. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pegg Show. It is a Motown Monday, the Joe Pag Show. Lots going on. Great news with K next hour. We've got some other very interesting stories to get to as well. Do not touch that dial. Make sure you go check out carrylake.com, K-A-R-I-L-A-K-E.com. She's running for governor of the great state of Arizona. I think she'd be a great governor. Right now, she's looking pretty good in the polls. All right, Joe Pag Show, coming right back. Stay here. This is the Joe Pag Show.